So I would like to greet the saints at Evening Light Batabanako on Zoom. In the name of our Lord Jesus. Amen. So if you can all turn with me to Luke chapter 2. Luke chapter 2. Verse 1,500. And we have already... Uh, spoken on the ministry of Elijah in the end time. Um, we've been speaking on this subject for quite a while now. But to the saints on Zoom, I left up, uh, uh, I left on somewhere, I will just, it will just be a continuation for us. And for all of us even here at the, at the church, it will be a continuation. And uh, just I have a few things that I have on my heart to speak to you. May the Lord just, you know, give us inspiration to speak. We are reading from verses 32. And we shall read up to verses 36. I'll read verse by verse with my brother. And when Elisha was come into the house, behold, the child was dead and laid upon his bed. And went in thereafter and shut the door upon um, and he, he went in there afar and shut the door upon them twain and prayed unto the Lord. And he went up and lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hand upon his hand and he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Then he returned and walked in the house to and fro and went up and stretched himself upon the child, uh, upon him, and the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. And he called Gehazi, and he called Gehazi, uh, this is verse 36, and said, call this Shunammite. So he called her, and when he was come in unto him, he, and when she was come in unto him, he said, take up thy son. Amen. Let us pray, Father. We commit ourselves to you at this moment. Lord, may you give me utterance. May you just give 
grace to us tonight for we do not know how to speak but may you give us utterance Lord give us inspiration Father the people that are listening to us oh God for these are the patches of your blood I pray that you reveal yourself to them that amen for you purpose that they will hear tonight may you open their eyes of understanding and may they see the deeper things of God in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. I'm speaking to you today on the ministry of Elijah in the end time, part 7. And maybe for a little inspiration tonight, a little phrase, at the seventh time sneeze. Amen. At the seventh time sneeze. So I want to say that we have established from all these things we've been looking at so we have established that the Bible teaches on the five comings of Elijah. The first time Elijah came that was Elijah the Tishbite. And, and, and we've seen everything that Elijah the Tishbite did. He, he was anointed. He was a prophet of restoration. He, he rose the ch a child from the dead. You know, uh, his ministry brought restored food. Restored life. Restored, you know, the power of God. Brought down rain. You know, he went against the false prophets. That was the first coming of Elijah. And, and the second time we see Elijah's ministry is in Elisha. Because Elisha received a double portion of the spirit which was upon Elijah. So now I want to say it this way. When we say the spirit of Elijah, we do not really mean Elijah incarnating other people. We are meaning that the spirit of God which was working upon Elijah in the nature that he worked he continued working again on other people men in other generations. The second time it came upon Elisha. And when you see the ministry of Elisha, listen, the ministry of Elisha is really, I can say, uh, a duplicate of the ministry of Elijah. Everything Elisha did is what Elijah had done. But in a double portion. So that's the second time we see Elijah's ministry. The third time we see Elijah's ministry is through the ministry of John the Baptist. 
Now when John the Baptist came, they did not know who, uh, who he represented. They, they asked him who he was. And he said, I'm the voice crying from the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. So John the Baptist, again, when Jesus came, he said he was the Elijah which was for to come. In many denominational circles, they believe that John the Baptist was the one to finish the ministry of Elijah. They understand, listen, they understand that John had the spirit of Elijah on him and they actually think that that ministry ends with John. But I want to tell you tonight the ministry of Elijah continues on after John. Because John only fin uh, uh, fulfilled his portion of preparing the coming of the Lord. Turning the hearts of the fathers to the children which were the Jews previously not knowing Jesus Christ. So the ministry of John prepared their hearts to receive the Messiah. And, but you see the Bible says he was in the, his ministry was in the power and spirit of Elijah. But the people never understood. At the time before the coming of the Messiah, the people never understood that the ministry of John was actually in the power and spirit of Elijah. They missed it. And because they missed it, they also missed the coming of the Messiah. When the Messiah came, they never understood who he was. Why? Because they missed John. When you miss the coming of Elijah, you will miss the coming of the Messiah. Elijah's ministry only comes to prepare the people's hearts to receive the Messiah. And so we found that John the Baptist was that third Elijah. His name was John, but his ministry was in the nature and in the spirit and in the power of Elijah. If you understand that, say amen. And then we see Elijah comes the fourth time. You see, the fourth time now is, is, is coming to the Gentiles. And we notice that this was William Branham. Now, I trust that all of you believe that. If some of you don't believe that William Branham was the fourth Elijah, when you can have another service to prove that to you. Uh, but today we want to, to also go on that line a little bit to prove to you why William Branham, why this age has received 
William Branham who is actually the fourth Elijah. And why in the end time? So I say that unequivocally without any doubt. That William Branham was the fourth Elijah. That is without any debate. And if you agree with me, you can say Amen. Praise God. But that is to the Gentiles. We are coming back to that. Just hold that for a moment. And then we notice that the fifth time Elijah comes, he comes now to the Jews. Um, and in Revelation 11, the Bible speaks of two witnesses. He says that one of them had the power to turn water into blood. That is Moses. And then the other one, he had power to call fire from heaven. So that is the, the, the ministry of Elijah. So we notice that the Jews will also receive the ministry of Elijah again. But that will be after the rapture. And, and therefore that is not our ministry. That ministry is not really about the Gentiles. It is coming after the rapture for the salvation of the 144,000 Jews. But for now, where are we? We are right here at the coming of the fourth Elijah. Now, listen to me. All the five comings of Elijah really benefit the Jews. Except for the fourth one. William Branham went uh, from America William and he was going to go to Israel. But do you know what? The Holy Spirit stopped him. God spoke to him when he was up in the air and told him, don't you do that. Don't you go there. Why? Don't you understand that William Branham, you, you know, you, you have to go and find that video. They interview viewed him and they asked him whether he thinks that his ministry will be received in Israel. He believed yes. He said yes I believe it. He said because the Bible says the, the, the Greeks seek after wisdom and the Jews seek after science. And the ministry of William Branham was that oh, anointed with the, with, the, with the spirit of Elijah to do signs and wonders to call fire from heaven to show the sign of the Messiah and if, if he went to Israel their eyes would have opened they would have understood the Messiah and it was not yet time for them to receive the Messiah. The time of the Gentiles was not yet finished. So God did not allow him to go there. There would come another man who would have the same anointing like Elijah had, like John had, like William Branham had. And he would go to the Jews. But that would be after the rapture of the Gentiles. 
So God stopped him. He told him you cannot go there. It is not yet time. Praise God. So only the fourth Elijah came to the, Jew, the Gentiles. Everything about the Jews is known. Everything about the Jews is numbered. So much that we even know how many will be saved among the Jews. But for the Gentiles, it is totally by grace. By grace and grace alone. God is dealing with us as individuals. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8. He says for by grace are ye saved through faith. Amen. Tell somebody we are saved by grace. We are saved by grace. In Romans chapter 11 verse 24. Amen. I, I, I'm sorry I have a limited time here and so I'm going a little faster. So you have to think quick and follow, follow these details now. And, and, and so Romans 11 24, he says for if thou wert cut out of the olive tree which is wild by nature and you were graft contrary to nature into a good olive tree Contrary to nature. How much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? Follow me closely here. Now. God intends to cut off the Gentiles. God intends to do it. God intends to cut off the Gentiles and return to the Jews. But first, the times of the Gentiles must be fulfilled. For so he has said, you were saved by grace. You, the Gentiles, you came in by grace. And he said, you were the wild olive branch. You were, you were removed from the world and you were you know, brought onto this olive tree and the original branch of the olive tree was cut off and then you, you were grafted on. He asks a question then. If God can take a wild branch and graft it onto the olive tree, how much more those who were the original, how easy will it be for him to bring it back and graft them on again? Let me tell you, the Israel is the original church. The gospel came to them first. But because they rejected it, they were blinded for your sake that you may receive the gospel. You were grafted on by grace, not of your works, that you can boast of it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is why I cannot understand anyone who preaches the gospel of works. Because the gospel among the Gentiles is a message of grace. 
Amen. We have been grafted on by grace. But remember, not permanently. Up to some time, when the fullness of the Gentiles has come, then we shall be cut off again. And then Jesus will go back to the original branch. Israel and graft them back on again. Okay, let me interpret it. What he is saying that the Jews right now don't believe Jesus. Because their eyes were blinded. So that God can now call the Gentile bride. When the last Gentile bride has come in, it is time for Jesus now to go back again to the Jews. The Gentiles will be left in their denominations, in their creeds and dogmas, and he will go to the Jews. So he says, Now I want you to follow me closely here. Romans 11.25 For I would not, brethren, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits, that blindness in part is happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. Kubanga saga la mwe aboruganda obutamanya chama chino. Mwremengo kubeda wa magezi mwumasoga mwumwe ka ngobu kakanyavu buwabe ngobu kakanyavu buwabe ila kubaisi laili eri mchitundu okutusa okutukilila kwa bama wanga lukulituka. Praise God. Praise God. So there is a time coming. And here it is. When the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. How long or when will it come in? Please listen to me. The fullness of the Gentiles comes in by seven church ages. From Ephesus to Laodicea. That is the time of the Gentiles. From Ephesus, Jesus is beginning to call his bride. He continues is calling his bride up to Laodicea. Revelation chapter 1 verse 10. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I had behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying I am Alpha and Omega the first and the last what thou seest write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia. Now this is John seeing these visions and the Bible says he actually gives a testimony that he was in the spirit on the Lord's day. The Lord's day, I told you, is the day of the Holy Ghost. When you receive the Holy Ghost, you are in the, Lord, in the Lord's day. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you have received your Sabbath. If you understand it, say Amen. So now, he says here, I, uh, you know, he, I am Alpha and Omega. What you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches. And he says these churches are where? 
in Asia. Asia is the Gentile land. Not Israel. So these are Gentile churches. The first one is Ephesus. The second one is Mana. The third is Pegamos. And unto Thyatira. Unto Sardis. Unto Philadelphia. And unto Laodicea. And he continues on in verse 13. Where he speaks of the mystery of the candlesticks and the mystery of the stars. Please follow me closely. Verse 12 he says, And I turned to see the voice that spake with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And now this is John turning and he saw. He wanted to see the voice that spoke with him. And he saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the second of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the son of man. Closed with a garment down to the foot. And got about the pups with a golden girdle. Alright. Now, his head as his head and his ears were white like wool. As white as snow. And his eyes were as a flame of fire. And his feet like the fine, like unto fine brass. And if they burned in a furnace, as if they burned in a furnace. Sorry. And his voice as the sound of many waters. And he had in his right hand seven. Stars. Tell your neighbor seven stars. And out of his mouth went that sharp two-edged sword. And his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. So when he turned, he saw seven golden candlesticks. And he also saw Amen. One that was in the middle of the seven golden candlesticks. Like a son of man. And then he also saw in his right hand. There were seven stars. All right. So we are coming. We are seeing seven, 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 seven. We began with Elisha. Elisha prayed, stretched himself over the child. And the child sneezed how many times? Seven times. So we are coming down to find the seven Gentile dispensation which is the time of the Gentiles and it comes in its fullness after the seventh church but we cannot understand that until we see the vision of John. John saw the Gentile church. John saw the, the, the Gentile church as a seven candlesticks. So the seven candlesticks was the fullness of the Gentiles. Listen, after the candlesticks, then comes Israel again. Right? 
Before the candlesticks is Israel. After the candlesticks is Israel. So now we are seeing the candlesticks in the middle there. So in your mind you can draw the, the star of David here and the star of David here and the candlesticks in the middle. Are you following me now? But yet in the middle of the candlesticks there were seven there was one who was like the son of man and in his hand there were seven stars mm. What does it mean? Every church age had a star. Every church age had a star. But those stars were in the hands of God. It was in the hands of Jesus. Amen. They weren't on their own. They were in the hands of him. Him that is Alpha and Omega. Him that is the beginning and the end. These stars don't have their own message. These stars don't have their own life. Amen. Remember the sun that was in the middle of the, of the candlesticks. Is the one who has the light. The stars reflect the light of the sun. Are you following me? The stars don't have their own light. The stars reflect the sign, the light of the sun. Well, here he's talking of the S O N, but we know it can it might as well be the S U N. Praise God because they, they were reflecting the S-O-N light. The son of God. Light. So what does the candlesticks mean? What does the stars mean? Revelation 117. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. And he, and, and he laid his right hand upon me. Saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first. And I am the last. I am he that liveth and was dead. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm so glad to serve him that is alive. He does not say I am he that is dead who was alive. But he's saying I am he that liveth. I am he that was dead and is alive. I want to say Jesus is alive today. He's alive in his church. He's alive in his bride. Churches out there are praying for revival. But we are in the bride's revival. We are waiting for our brother church. Our revival is here. Amen. Our revival. Amen is the message of the hour. Amen that comes by the power of the Holy Ghost. Change our bodies. One of these mornings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We will wake up to the resurrection. Amen. I'm he that was dead. And behold, I am alive forever. Amen. And I have the keys of hell and of death. He has the keys. Hallelujah. 
Tell your neighbor he has the keys. He has the keys. He has the keys. Oh my goodness. Write the things which thou hast seen. And the things which are. And the things which shall be here. The mystery of the seven stars. Which you have seen. In my right hand. And the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars. Are the angels? Tell your neighbor the seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. <laughs> and the seven candlesticks which you have seen are the seven churches. How many churches does Jesus have? He has only one church. Which is said upon this revelation of the world. Upon this revelation of who I am. I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The church of Jesus Christ. Is built upon the revelation. Of Jesus Christ. And, and, and this is the same church that has been in all the, all the seven ages. When he says seven churches, it is just symbolic to seven ages. So the gentle church, therefore, is allotted in a period of seven ages. Ages. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. How many times remember did the child sneeze? Seven times. We are coming back to that. Ephesus. What was it meaning? They were aimed at and then relaxed. Smana. You know, you know, Ephesus was the beginning. They had the anointing of a lion. And they had the truth, the purity of the world. And then somewhere they began to relax. Smana is simply, you know, it simply talks about two things. Death and bitterness. You know, and, and you know that as the church started now to receive persecution, and Pergamos, you know, means married. The church now married the state. They became one. In the year 325 AD, the church and the politics married. And therefore, that was the beginning of the Roman Catholic Church movement. But remember, in each of these ages, God had a star messenger that kept the light shining. It might have been a little light, but it was shining anyhow. It kept life in there. And then comes Satira after Pegamos. Satira means the dominating female. That is when the doctrine of the Trinity covered the whole earth. And now almost the truth was lost completely. But God had a little light. God had a little light in that age. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh my, I wish I'd go in the details. Then comes Sadis. Sadis, you know, Sadis means the escape. 
Why? Lwachi. Because this was the era Kube. of Martin Luther. Martin Luther. Protestantism started. When there was gross darkness covering the earth. Amen. God had his little star. Martin Luther. Martin Luther. He came and he began to shine the light of the world. By preaching, they just shall live by faith. Alone. You know, he escaped the false church system. And therefore began the reformation movement. Which we call the protestant movement today. And then comes the Sixties Church Age. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Philadelphia means brotherly kindness. Brotherly love. This was a generation where the, the gospel went all over the world. And the, the star of that age being a, a man called John Wesley. A man who preached love. A man who preached sanctification. Amen. A man who preached that uh, if you have love for your brother, you are going to go and give him the gospel. Amen. A man who preached, if you, 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 you have amen, Christ in you, if you are truly justified by faith, you must truly be sanctified by the word of God. You know, and then after Philadelphia, amen, then comes Azusa. The street, as the street revival, which amen brought a new era of Pentecostalism. But also, this was the beginning of the last age. The last candlestick. Are you following me now? The last candlestick. Called Laodicea. Praise God. And then Laodicea. Laodicea. You know means a. Uh, uh, people's rights. That's why I say we are here. We are in Laodicea. We have arrived, arrived in Laodicea. People's rights. Women's rights. Children's rights. Homosexual rights. Everybody's rights. This is the time. This is the last age. This is the seventh age. Then where is the seventh star? The seventh star must be here. Oh, we are not in Laodicea. Each church age would have a star messenger. By the grace of God, the last one would actually be the Elijah to the Gentiles. Hallelujah. I want to say this is not a coincidence. Some people like Alexander Dowie. They thought they were Elijah. But their ministry did not fulfill Elijah's ministry as prescribed in the Bible. Alexander Dowie thought he was going to restore righteousness and holiness by building cities. 
cities that are holy physically he started what they call Zion City in America and he was planning to buy a, a great big piece of land in, in, in Israel to, buy a, to build a big Zion City there for the Lord but we found that that's not the way that Elijah's ministry would be Elijah's ministry in the end time would restore all things Hallelujah. Not start some religion. Not start some denomination. Not start some, some ism or something or some cult movement. I want to say that's why we believe William Branham. His ministry was that of Elijah because it fulfilled everything the Bible said Elijah would do. God spoke to, to William Branham in 1933 when he was baptizing the 17th person. Seven again. Hallelujah. Amen. And he spoke to him and said out of the pit of fire thousands of people were there. And the voice said as John the Baptist was sent to foreign my first coming your message will fall on my second coming. God himself declared who Elijah was in the end time. Just like Jesus himself he came and declared that John was Elijah even in our generation Jesus himself through the pill of fire declared that William Branham was the Elijah in the end time. Praise God. Then he returned. We are back to kings now. He returned and walked in the house to and fro and he stretched himself upon the child and the child sneezed seven times and the child opened his eyes. The child sneezed one, two, three, four, five, six times but he still was blind. He still was dead. Awake. But dead. Not yet fully restored. But wait until the seventh Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the child sneezes, the seventh time. Hallelujah. Then his eyes opened. Then it rose from the dead. Then it was full restoration. Full restoration. The Bible says in the days. Revelation 10:7. But in the days of the voice of the seventh angel. Seventh angel. Angel, when he shall begin to sound the mystery of God should be finished as he has declared to his servants Revelation 3.18 He said, I cancel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that you may be rich. 
white raiment that you may be clothed that the shame of your nakedness do not appear and anoint your eyes with the eye self that you may see Amen. I'm just burning up with repetition. When the child sneezes seven times under whose ministry under the ministry of Elisha who had the spirit of Elijah on him and the Bible is telling us there are going to be seven ages seven gentle ages but remember each age has one star messenger are you following me and we are finding out that the last Star messenger to the seventh church age will be Elijah. He's a man with a ministry that has the anointing and the power of Elijah. And the Bible has declared that amen, the sounding of the voice of the seventh prophet of the seventh star messenger the seventh star messenger when he sounds the mystery is finished no more silence amen no more darkness the mystery is finished the seals are going to be opened the word is going to be opened amen revelation is going to open up why because the seventh star messenger is the Elijah which the Bible says when Elijah comes he will restore all things and now the Bible tells us hallelujah under the church age of Laodicea God is counseling us to buy gold tried in the fire the message of the seventh messenger is gold tried in the fire the message of the seventh messenger is white raiment the message of the seventh messenger is isolated for our eyes when the child sneezes, the seventh time his eyes were open when you receive the message of Elijah in your day your eyes of understanding will open up hallelujah you can no longer be blind hallelujah all the mysteries will be opened up to you the message of the gentle end time Elijah finishes the mystery the church amen the church would be blind no more tell your neighbor the church would be blind no more all the mysteries of the world would be revealed all things would be restored all things would be opened up I say hallelujah. We have arrived at that time. 
Oh, we are not blind. The Bible says that the sea would be blind. And they would not know. Thank God. For Elijah ministry in our time. Because we will not be blind. God has opened the eyes of understanding. Praise God. And I finish up with Naman's case. 2 Kings 5 9. So Naman came with his horses and with his chariot and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times. <laughs> And, they, and thy flesh shall, be, shall, shall come again to thee. And thou shalt be clean. But Naman was wrath. Like very many people today. They don't want to believe the message of Brother Banner. They are very angry when you talk about it. I'm sorry to say they will remain dirty. They will remain dirty. They have to receive the message of the seventh angel message. Which is coming at the seventh time of the Gentile seven churches. Hallelujah. And Naman. The Bible says he was wroth and went away and said, Behold, I thought. We have had a messenger that has come to us and he says, lean not on your own understanding. God wants to do everything I have shown you that the minister of Elijah does. If you want food, God wants to give you food. If you want prosperity, God wants to give you prosperity. If you want healing, God wants to give you healing. Whatever you want, if you want a wife, God wants to give you if you want a husband, same thing. But listen, lean not on your own understanding. You must hear what the messenger says. You must do what the messenger says. If he says pray, you pray. If he says fast, you fast. If he says seek the Holy Ghost, seek the Holy Ghost. If he says don't miss church, don't miss church. If he says, pay your tithe, pay your tithe. Whatever he, the messenger says, you do whatever he says and watch your need being provided. Behold, he says, I thought he will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord his God and strike his hand over the place and recover the leper. And not Abana and Fafa rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in rage. But his servants came near and unto him saying, my father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldst thou not have done it? How much rather then when he saith thee, wash and be clean? Then went he down 
and dipped himself seven times in Jordan according to the saying of the man of God and his flesh came again like unto the flesh of a little child and he was clean I want to say this message is for the simple in heart if you think you are educated if you think you are so knowledgeable if you think you are so rich and you have need of nothing I am sorry the message will not help you you will be in the message but you remain sick you remain bound and chained you need to humble yourself amen to the message of Elijah Amina. You have to humble yourself. You have to, and then you receive the benefits of this message. The prophet preached, lean not on your own understanding. Naaman had to dip himself in the water. Not two times. Not three, four, five. But six times. Full restoration. Would not come in the first age, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth age. But in the seventh age, hallelujah, the child was not awake. In the first sneeze, in the second sneeze, in the third sneeze, those were all of God. God was moving in the church ages. But full restoration to the church of Jesus, to the bride of Christ was coming by the seventh sneeze. <laughs> Amina. By the seventh sneeze. Say. All that was of God. And wait until the seventh there is something about seven. Seven is God's number of completion. That's why he waited for seventh church to send the seventh messenger who had seven names of his names. Marion seven. William seven. Pastor, you crazy? No, I'm not crazy. All this are signs to the bride. Why? Why? Because it was seven. Seven. Seven church ages. Seven sneezing. Seven stars. Seven churches. Seven dipping in water. We, we see all these seven under the ministry of Elijah. And at the seventh time, we have arrived. I want to say, we are here at the seventh sneezing. Hallelujah! We are sneezing, brother Enoch. We are sneezing for the seventh time. What do you think is happening to all of you that have come? You sneeze the seventh, the seventh time, and you have come to the message. No man comes to the message and leaves it and finds another inspiration or revelation. This is the last 
revelation. Leave all the denominations. If you fall away from here. Hey. Oh my God. No more revelation. No more revelation. We have received the very last revelation of Jesus Christ. We have arrived at the seventh time. Hallelujah. Amen. When the man dipped himself the first time, the second time, the sixth time, but when he went the seventh time, when he came out, when he came out, the leprosy was gone. And I want to say all manner of cancers, sickness, demons, all manner of leprosy must give way to the anointing that we have in this generation. Hallelujah. The God of Elijah is with us here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have arrived. Tell your neighbor we have arrived. We are right here at the last age. The close of all ages. The only thing that is left is the rapture. Whatever you need is in this message. Stand up on your feet. Give praise to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Whatever you have need of. Right now I challenge you. Oh my. It's not just excitement. It's the stimulation of revelation. I am challenging you tonight. Whatever you need tonight. Tell it to give way. Tell it to give way. We are under the seventh anointing. Oh my. God is moving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Mm. Let the spirit of God move. Even to you that are streaming tonight. God knows you and your need. Wow. Oh Lord Jesus. You are the God of Elijah. Hmm. Brother, just play only believe slowly. Please. You are the God of Elijah. You are here with us tonight. All of you on Zoom, God knows your need. Listen to me, believers. The power of God will strike you even from your home. From wherever you are. He is a living God. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. He is a marvelous God. He reigns in our lives tonight. Just believe him. You shall be made whole. Do everything he has told you to do. You shall be made whole. What is your mountain? You shall be made whole. You shall be made whole. Accept it. Believe it. Receive it. Lord Jesus. Just move in their hearts. Move in everyone's life. Lord. May we accept this, Father. For us and our family. Every family that needs you. Oh, Jesus. Come and move. Come and do the supernatural. You are the God of Elijah. Thank you, Jesus. 
We bless your name. We lift up your name, Lord. Oh, your name is worthy. You do not fail. Your Holy Spirit is here tonight fulfilling every promise that you have made to us. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Oh, I'm challenging you tonight. Nothing is impossible. Our God can do all things. Hmm. He can do all things. He can do all things. Would you believe him? Tell Lord, I believe. All things are possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As we sing this chorus. Watch the miracles God is going to do. Right here, right now. In, our in life. your life. Yes, Lord. 